With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You are now entering Odyssey Station. Please remain seated until docking is complete. Odyssey. Dare to wonder. Evening, Odyssey listeners, and welcome to another episode of Doctor Who Audio Files. I'm Jared, and exciting news: Danny and I survived the slowest hurricane in history. Woo-hoo-hoo. Oh yeah, yeah, we did it. It was just horrible for the Bahamas. Good it was, God, it was terrible. Holy for cow! But for those of us in Central Florida, it was like a waiting game, just like waiting for Godot. It just n- wait never it showed just- up. Tina, mind you, is especially for me. I was I'm on the coast. I'm not even in Central Florida. Tina, you were really nice. You said that if we, me and Danny needed to, we could have come and crashed on your couch. That was nice of you. Yeah, well, I've been I've been evacuated before, so <laughs> I know those hotels can add up. I'm like, how did I'm like, ooh, Jared and I on the same couch? No, <laughs> that must be that, some big couch. That, yeah, uh-uh, no. <laughs> Where'd my husband go? <laughs> well, wasn't he like stuck at the jail, like working? He, he was. He wasn't in jail. He, he no, was, not in. He yeah. was in the jail, but not he in. He was doing some stuff. Yeah, don't worry about it. Just so, so yeah. yeah, we're we're all fine. We're back, and that's enough hurricane talk. I mean, yay. Um, just a little bit of a programming note. Um, for this show, as you guys have been aware uh mark was on mark baumgarden was on the show in the early days and then he's taken some time off this summer uh we found out that that time off is going to be extended a little bit for a couple of months so we wish him well moving forward with the future um his show mark who 42 will also be going on hiatus from odyssey immediately um but fortunately tina and danny and i might be having something percolating is that a good word like coffee. Yeah. Percolating. <laughs> so keep keep your ears open for that. Uh, I, wait, that's the seventh rule. Keep your ears open. So anyhow, <laughs> back to Doctor Who and audios. Uh, what audio news happened this week since we were all busy running and blowing in the hurricane? Um, there was a couple new releases that came out. A new River Song audio came out. 
the Diary of River Song series six. It's really interesting because she that one she's in with like the first Doctor, mm-hmm. which is just weird. It's gonna be bonkers. Yeah, and then there was a second box set that got released, and I haven't listened to the entire thing of this. Uh, this is Rose Tyler, the Dimension Canon. And it's really interesting because it's Billy is Rose, Camilla's Jackie, you know, Pete Tyler's there, Clive from, like, do you remember the pilot episode of the t- new series, the episode Rose, the conspiracy theorist that had the doctor stuff in his shed? Mm-hmm. He, he's in it? Like, oh. Yeah. The whole thing behind this box set is if you think back to series four, when Rose was like jumping into parallel universes trying to find the doctor. Mm-hmm. It's that. It's her going into different parallel universes looking for the doctor. Wow. So yeah. there's no doctor? I'm halfway through and I haven't heard him yet. Oh, wow. Okay. I can see it and I can see it ending though at that point in Journey's End, Stolen Earth, when she's standing there with a gun looking at him. So I can see that kind of thing working. Okay. But, right. um, but yeah, it, it's really, it's really fun. Um, sad news on the Doctor Who universe as well. I need to touch on this. Um, there is a prolific writer, script editor from the classic series, Terrence Dix, who sadly passed away at the age of 84. I would be remiss to not mention him in this, in this podcast, even though we are on audios. He has written one or two audios, but he's written dozens and dozens of books, and his footprint on the the show as a whole is not to be downgraded at all. So we are really sad to see him that he passed. Um, I it's, it's it's really funny, Danny and Tina r- working a conve- working conventions and then developing that relationship with them and then getting the words that Terrence passed away. That really hit me because growing up for me, I literally learned how to read reading those Doctor Who novels back in the day. Doctor Who, when I was eight, nine, ten, like teenagers and all that, Doctor Who books and Star Trek books are what I grew up on. So I was actually able to tell him face to face, thank you for teaching me to read. But mm-hmm. when, whenever I think about like Terrence, there's a story that comes to mind, Odyssey listeners and Danny. Danny, you might have heard this. I don't know if Tina did. When he, he was the first Doctor Who celebrity that my former convention ever had. It was for the 45th anniversary. We did a, we rented out a pub. It was really fun. And he, we flew him over and did this whole thing. So I remember standing at the airport waiting on him to show up because at the, at the Orlando airport, everybody gets off the tram and they come down this one hallway. So we're standing there at the end of this hallway waiting on him to come trotting out. And the guy, one of my friends, Jeff was with me and we're looking, trying to see if we're gonna miss him or not. And then he turns this corner wearing this long trench coat and long scarf, like full on doctor. And I was like, yep, that's him. That's our guy. <laughs> that's him. Um, so he comes up to us and he's, uh, we're like, hey, it's Jared and this Jeff. That's good. We have to do something right now. And we're like, oh, okay, what, what is it? And he was like, I need crispy bacon, eggs over easy, hash browns and black coffee. <laughs> Sounds like my kind of guy. 
And we were like, except for the coffee part. And we were like, Denny's? Do you want us to take you to Denny's? Or do you like, can we go somewhere? Or do you want it right here in the airport? And yeah, so that was his first thing. He wanted Denny's and Chinese for dinner. And it was the, it was so fun. But he was a, he was a sweetheart, a guy, and he'll be missed deeply. Um, sorry, I sort of took over the show for like three minutes there. I apologize. Uh, always, always. Sorry. <laughs> Kidding. So this week for audio, we listened to Torchwood, the ghost mission, with, written by shocker james goss oh my and featuring tom price and samuel barnett um we're gonna start non-spoilery review things tina what did you think of the audio uh it might be just because i am so completely exhausted from having such a busy um week but i just couldn't I couldn't keep up. Like I couldn't keep track of what was happening. Hmm. So it was it was a little tough for me. Interesting, Danny. I kind of have the same thing. I I was finding I had to I had to keep I had to re-listen. Right. Like I would get confused at what was happening, and then I I I don't know. It was it was different, and I don't know. Well, for I skipped a segment and I'd go back and I was like, no, this is the right yeah. one. Okay, good. I had that same one where I had maybe around the singing part when they were, uh, they were singing the song and right, I had to go, I had to go back again. I went, wait, 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 did I miss something? Did something happen? And it was just, no, it just, <laughs> that was all right. Well, hallelujah. Right. <laughs> one thing we, I want to get through here let's take break it down this audio features pc andy mm-hmm. who really didn't get much to do in this tv show no i mean he did sort of come into his own in children of earth yes you know but how did we feel about his tom's performance as pc andy oh that was enjoyable I like, I mean, I thought it was, it was kind of cool, like, hearing him more than just a few seconds, and even though that, even though Gwen wasn't in it, of course, he kept talking about Gwen, and it still made me seem like he longed for Gwen, but then he was into some other woman that I I thought was Gwen at first. I was really confused at the end, because I thought it was Gwen again, (laughs) and I went, wait, what? (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, there, you've got PC Andy, who has already always wanted to be a part of Torchwood, wanted to do his thing. And this assessor, this guy shows up saying, hey, you want to be a part of Torchwood? We think you've got what it is. What it is. We want to like make sure you've got what, you know, your stuff going on. And that is Samuel Barnett, who played Norton Folgate. Mm-hmm. What did we think of that character. I thought there's never been a more British name than Norton Folgate. <laughs> I thought he was probably the most British British person I've ever heard. No, I'm just kidding. Um, out of everything that we've actually sat and listened to, I had to actually look up a couple of things that he said because really? I didn't know what they were. And then I went, oh, now I knew something. I learned something new. Like my, my new favorite word. 
aubergine. Right. I was like, Tina, did you know what that was? I did. See, I didn't. I never heard of an eggplant called aubergine, and I had to look it up, and I was like, really? Hmm, I have a really expansive vocabulary. And then, but a couple things, I was like, okay, all right. But I think it also is because of the time period that he's supposed to be in, being the 50s, right. um, making him more the kind of the kind of British that people, you know, they, they attempt to imitate pathetically, and then <laughs> and then Brits actually look at you know Americans trying to do that, and then they laugh at them accordingly <laughs> because they should. Mm-hmm. So it was it was he was interesting character being a ghost but not a ghost. I liked him. I thought he was funny. Now, yeah, the actor Samuel Barnett. A lot of people in the U.S. would know him from Dirk's. the Dirk, Dirk Gently yeah. from yeah. the BBC America because he was Dirk. Yeah. There was a, a Britcom a couple, about five to ten years ago called Beautiful People that was about a clo- closeted gay man or a, a gay kid growing up in England. Mm-hmm. And he played the older version. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It's like this guy was telling stories from his youth or whatever. I loved him from that. Um, I'm really liking this character of his, though, as an addition to the Torchwood universe, because it's the first time that Big Finish for me has introduced someone that I was like, why hasn't that character been there from the beginning? Okay. Um, so, s- slight spoiler alert. The PC Andy Norton story, relationship, however you want to do it, is going to continue on. To, so much so that Norton and Andy get their own box set that's going to be released next year. Well, it's, it kind of seems like it because they, they did have a great chemistry together. Right. Like, and I, I mean, I don't want to get to the end, but, you know, they seemed to, they, it, it worked really well. Right. They worked like they were really great partners. So I really enjoyed that dichotomy of their relationship. And I thought that it was really like how he was kind of guiding Andy into not being such a dork. Right. Kind of fun. So and some of the other things that he did as well. And it's just interesting, like we said before, that you guys are kind of, I don't want to say hesitant. I think hesitant is the word. Because this is the first thing of, that James has written that you guys have kind of not been gung-ho about, which I think is good for him as a writer that he's writing in different styles. Right. Now, is it that, was it writing that there was too much coming at you or was it just plot, Tina? Plot. It, it seemed to me like he wrote something uh, and then someone else did the editing and not everything came through. Because the writing, like the characters were good. They were well written, but I just couldn't keep up with what was like supposed to be happening. Right. I, plot, was, I think that was, I think that I didn't understand, it, it didn't flow very well. Right. I think that's what it is. It got confusing. And <laughs> as I said before, I had to keep going back and re-listening going, wait, did I miss something? And I think I, maybe if they had maybe a little bit more backstory 
mm-hmm. into the book. Maybe that would have helped a little bit more. Maybe understanding them better as characters, because you kind of know you you know who PC Unity is, but you don't really know him very well. And then you have you know um, you don't really know him at all. So and you're going along on this and. You know Andy's ambition to, you know, be in Torchwood and understand it more, kind of. Like, Andy has, like, this kind of want to do it, but he kind of doesn't, you know, kind of thing with Torchwood. And it's just, I guess, it was just a little, sometimes it just got a little confusing in the path that they were taking and why they were doing certain things, like when they ended up in the warehouse. And, you know, just, it just didn't make sense. Certain things didn't make quite sense to me. I still have no idea how he got out of the vat. I don't know what happened. I don't either. <laughs> he was just, but his phone was ruined. I knew that. Yeah. And he Googled things before his phone was destroyed in the vat. And I went, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> so it's really, I'm, I'm sorry. I was laughing about a couple things, like the Torchwood ruling committee. And I'm like, yeah, committee. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so is he a part of the committee, right? I mean, because this is early in the whole committee thing. Like he's part because that's what, when it said that I was like, that's interesting because it's never done that before. But not that it wouldn't do it. But I was like, committee? Kind of because a new, I don't know. <laughs> See, the thing for me, I oh, I really hate to say this, but I think this is the first time in one of these audios that when you when you look at it you get you see torchwood ghost mission and you see pc andy front and center but all the good lines went to norton yes that's true totally i mean i was like i felt like he was more of the base of the story than pc andy and maybe that's why it was kind of confusing because it was just you want to know more about Norton, but you don't really know that much. And Andy's just there sometimes, like a plot device moving. He's his own ex machina. <laughs> so while we're talking about this, I want to say the guy, when we got to the end of the story, the guy in the nursing home, mm-hmm. did you guys pick up on that, on who he was? No. No, not at all. That is our friend David Warner again. Popping. Oh, okay. And Lisa Bowerman was in this again as well. Oh, really? Yeah. She she doesn't have a name. She's the shopper, the woman that was shopping. But, you know, it's, I'm going to throw in a funny story in here because there's one of the actresses from this audio uh, Laura Doddington, who played one of the Graces. Do you remember the two Graces? No. No. They're the, the, one of the only female voices in the thing. Okay. Um, is an actress from Big Finish called, named Laura Doddington. She's big in Akita Time series. Not, not the lady at the end, though. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, that would have been her. Okay, yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. So, I'm there. All right, we're with you. <laughs> me and her, in like 2009, 2008, went on the Sci-Fi Sea Cruise together. Ooh. And it was the funniest thing because it was a matter of the cruise 
had a had a guest that needed to cancel and i had befriended her at a convention and it was like yeah let's go on this cruise it's a free cruise to the bahamas and she, it was the first time the doctor who cruise the doctor who cruise the sci-fi sea cruise it's the same thing um the first time that cruise had had a audio guest because so normally all of their celebrities on this cruise have been from the tv show because and or behind the scenes of the tv shows like well-known writers etc but it's the yeah. first time that an audio actor had been there so they made me sit with her at the table at dinner like every night you know that besties. was yeah literally besties um there's there's a term that may rhyme with rag bag that <laughs> uh-huh yeah i heard I, I i wonder what that could be yeah anyhow um we, we, we sat there people thought that i was like dating this girl uh, by the oh. end yeah but the funny the funniest thing i think i've ever seen about a laura doddington story and i've i've wanted to find the right moment to bring this up on the cruise, Danny, you go on cruises all the time. You get kidnapped by a carnival on a regular basis. I sure do. You're sitting in the restaurant. Mm -hmm. There's always that one little guy that is running around doing everybody's work, not getting credit for it. Mm -hmm. Like he's delivering the food. He's picking up the trays. He's working 50 times harder than the waiter is. Mm -hmm. So Laura clocked onto that guy and she watched throughout the entire cruise the last night of our cruise she actually got a hold of the mater d and had her call had them call that guy over to our table because at this point in the cruise people have figured out oh she's the pretty actress she's from london blah 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 blah, blah. Mm -hmm. and you had this one skinny little italian guy who's been like busting his ass sorry russ on this cruise the entire time getting called over to the pretty blonde and she jumped up and gave him a hug and said thank you for all your hard work blah 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 and you get all the waiters and mater d's and stuff staring him down like you know who are you but it was just it was just a sweet moment for her you know it, i don't know why there's not really a moral to that story but it's just <laughs> a funny thing that she did oh cute so, She'll be on the show one day soon, as will James Goss. We need thanks to the Odyssey listeners. We are supposed to be having James Goss in this story, but thanks to the hurricane, me and Danny had to hold on to our butts. <laughs> we had to hold on and postpone Mr. having Mr. Goss on the show, but he will be back shortly. Um, lots of fun. We've we've got lots of questions for him. Loads, loads, and loads. Tina, have you thought of anything to? But while we're killing the last couple minutes of this first segment, have you thought of anything you'd want to ask him when he gets here? Oh, gosh. <laughs> Ready? Go be on the spot. <laughs> I haven't thought that far yet. Danny? <laughs> um, I do, but I don't want to reveal them yet. How dare you ask for my questions now? Stall, stall, stall. He'll never know. I'll never know. I don't <laughs> have a question yet. Okay. But okay. I will. Well, I'm just yeah, saying, dude, you're just trying to take my question. I knew you, sir. <laughs> no, I'm just curious because now that we've got a couple different examples of his work to, you know. I, I'm like, you know what? I feel like if I 
answer that question of questions, then I won't remember this, then I won't remember this question later on. They'll be like, hey, Danny, didn't you say you were going to ask this question about X, Y, Z? And then you just tell me. And then I'll be like, no. Well, while we're not remembering things, let's not remember to take this quick break and be right back with Dr. Who Audio Files. Dare to Wonder. Welcome back, Odyssey listeners. I'm still Jared. Danny and Tina are still here? Oh, yeah. And... and Audio Files listeners, here's an exclusive for you. During that break, Tina has been shaking her head consistently the entire time we've been gone because Danny and I are going to be starting a new podcast. And it's going to be all about researching the family tree of the DuckTales characters. Yes, we are. <laughs> That's right. Starting off with, once again, what is Donald's sister's name? In and who's, who's the mother? Who's the father? <laughs> What's so, going on? If you want to know who the daddy is, there's a couple talk shows. The there's, a, <laughs> there's a couple talk shows we can do. All right. But yeah. anyhow, <laughs> fortunately, the one thing that we don't have to figure out on Torchwood Audios is who's the daddy. Because I don't think there was ever a who's the daddy moment. <laughs> Maybe in Children of Earth, but then Jack was the granddaddy. He wasn't the daddy. Oh, yeah. Ah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Lord. 
just ridiculous. Just crazy. Are you still on the Huey, Dewey, and Louie thing? Or is that what you're over there? No, no. Not at all. I moved on. Okay. I was doing something else weird, but it's fine. I'm weird. I'm, I'm unweird now. Go. We are all... So, Norton Folgate. What do we think about him as a character? I... I <laughs> um... I thought he was really, I thought he was charming. I thought he was really funny. Mm -hmm. And I kind of wish he was in Torchwood <laughs> that we could have saw him in there. So I kind of agree that when you said like, oh, this is a character that should have been there the whole time. Yeah, I, I, I think it had been interesting because he is definitely not who he seems to be. And I think it would have really played into what I guess they were trying to do. Because at the end of the story, I had a million and one questions. Right. So I'm sitting here now, and it's very interesting because I've, I've, I don't know how I haven't noticed this on the Big Finish site, but looking at the Torchwood releases on the Big Finish site, there are no releases, or let me rephrase that, there are no information on the releases for November, December, January, and February. We know that there are going to be four Torchwood audios released, but there's no who wrote it, who's in it, what title is, no, nothing. So I'm really interesting to see about. Who would you, would you ladies like to see them do a Torchwood audio on that they might, maybe might not have done before or something that you think would be interesting? Other than Freema Adjaman as Martha, I would love a Freema Torchwood. Well, everyone loves, you know, poor, poor Martha. Um, Martha Chow. Um, I would like to see one with Toshi. With Tosh? Yeah. It, like, it took her a while to get some out there. It'll be, it'll be fun. Um, like, just because you could see, like, because in the beginning she was such a, like, just lovesick character. And then, like, later on she kind of grew more. So it would be really kind of cool to see that. Awesome. Uh, yeah, there's her and Owen. We haven't, I don't think we've been exposed to yet. So that'll, that'll be fun. Tina, are you still enjoying these as much as the show, Torchwood? Like, did you see, could you see this like happening as an episode? If they decided randomly that no one of the regulars were available and then we had to focus on PC Andy? Um, well, I'm going to tell you the truth. My, um, my reason for watching the show is John Barrowman because he looks like a Disney prince. So, um, that's, um, that's pretty much, pretty much where I'm headed with Torchwood. <laughs> um, hold on. John Barrowman <laughs> looks like a Disney prince. Mixed yeah. with a Disney princess. I mean... <laughs> I mean, I mean, I've seen his butt more times than I've seen any Disney princess butt, but, but his face, he looks like a Disney prince. Like, could you picture John, like, up on top of the float at the Magic Kingdom waving, <laughs> going down yes. as Captain Jack? Yes! Yeah, but you can't trust him to do that. And he would love it. He would love every moment of it. Oh, he would <laughs> eat up every moment of it. And he would have the best high-heeled boots on. Um... <laughs> Because, you know, you don't really want to wear stilettos on a, on a Disney float, you know. We've been, on, we've been in Disney parades, and there's just certain things that you just don't want to do, you know, even though you're clipped up there on certain floats. 
but I think he would absolutely love it. Oh my god, I can just, I can see him now, like, I, I don't think, I don't think there's a, anything that would outshine him, like, you ha might have to just move Mickey out of the way. Ugh, that, that, that's insane. Um, so, I, I'm, I'm sitting here looking about the cast of this, because this is really the first, this is really the first audio that you guys know everybody in this story <clears throat> i mean you've got pc andy that everybody knows you've got samuel barnett that everybody knows you've got um the one that you m might know the least of is aaron neal but even then he was in class and he was in Doctor Who, so you would know you would know him from there. Lisa has been on the show. David Warner's been on the show. Laura Doddington is probably about it. So that's interesting about this audio is you've pretty much been exposed to everybody. Um, Tina, do you, how, does that break any walls for you that you with repeating voices? No, um, I no, I never. I never know when someone is repeated until you tell me. I don't, I have a hard enough time remembering who's who when I'm trying to keep the character straight. My, my brain doesn't like process things like audio. So I don't, I don't even notice until you tell me. Well, um, and Pete, this wasn't PC, this was PC Andy's first outing, but he's done some other cool things. Like, they got him and Byrne Gorman together, Owen, like, in investigating stuff. So that was really cool. Danny, what, what's your thoughts on people with voices repeating, like, repeating regular voices? Well, I like it. I, like, as long as it's, if they're, the voice is playing the same character, it's, it's reassuring. And then it gives you, like, that depth into the character because it makes you feel like you know them. However, it gets confusing if people, if the same person is playing multiple characters, but they sound like the same person. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Like, if you just, and you go, oh, but isn't that so, and so, especially if it's an audio, because you don't have the, the beauty of a visual to be able to go, wait, that's a different person, and even though it could be the same actor right. or actress. So... I like, you know, I think it's, I think it's like a fun, comforting thing when you have um, voice actors that can do multiple, you know, multiple voices and fun stuff like that. And then later on go, oh, wow, I know that person. Oh, cool. Um, and then, but at the same time, it'd be um, extremely, I would say it would take you out of the story if that person is the same voice right. for everything. <laughs> well, and another thing about this story, the director of this was our friend Scott Hancock. I mean, he, and I, I'm I'm sitting here because I think Tina might have been onto something, and is is this the first case where Tina really hit the editing was bad for this story? Because both of you didn't say that the writing was bad. No. And it wasn't the acting that you did that you didn't like. That it was really editing and pacing. Maybe it right. was a weird pace. It was a really awkward pace. Mm. Like, it didn't, like, you know what I mean? Like, it didn't flow from, like, A to B. I felt like it flowed from...
from A to Z to F to G to C over here, but not in a fun way. Right. Like in a, in a, I have to now repeat what I just heard and maybe I need to take notes kind of way. Right. Like That's a very interesting thing to say. And I think it's really telling how far we've gotten in this short couple months that we've been doing this show that we're now talking about editing and pacing of stories as to be reasons that they don't work. Um, I'm going to ask the question early, but because I, I think I know the answer. When it comes to recommending this, if somebody says, I like Torchwood, I want to get into these audios, would you hand this to them? Danny? Not off the bat. Tina? I think that the story and the characters are good. I think that um, I'd be kind of 50-50. Um, I don't think it would be a bad place to start. Probably not the best, but I don't think it would be terrible. So it's another like middle, it's like middle of the road. It, yeah. Right. Inter interesting. <laughs> we we shock you each time when you think, <laughs> yeah. you know, Jared's like, you guys are going to love this. It's going to be number one. And then we come <laughs> back and we're like, in your face. No. <laughs> Well, and she, like I said, I these last couple of weeks we've been we've been kind of on a James Goss tr trick because I knew that he's coming on the show, so I was trying to get different stories of his, and this is the first one that you guys have kind of said meh, meh over. Yeah, and I and it's crazy because I I I get what you're saying. I think the characters are really cool, and I would like to have you know more knowledge like you know more knowledge about what's going on it's just it just goes kind of all over the place at one point and you just go wait what so and i really would love to know more about norton i think he sounds like a lot of fun i think it's like you said if we had more backstory if we had another episode with each of the characters telling us more information and then you put them together it would have made made me happy and this was the first for each of them when you say that, yeah. this was the first, like, in the Torchwood audio series, this was Norton's first appearance, and this was PC Andy. You know, it, there's, a, there's really not much audio backstory to give for them at this point. Yeah. Well, I think I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm with her. I'm like, it's bad. I just, maybe even if they added maybe another 10, 15 minutes to this story, Mm -hmm. And started with maybe Norton, you know, they're knowing that, I mean, I, he has ulterior motives. They don't have to, you don't have to throw the ulterior motives in, but just be like, oh, here he is, you know, father's a vicar and, you know, mother is this, and, you know, like you find out these things, but just, you know, hey, I'm going to go to the future and do this. Even if he's talking to the shadowy creature that we don't see, because it's an audio, um, that he's going to, you know, find Andy, do all this, 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 and, I don't know. And then have more than just, you know, Andy in this tea shop being a creeper, staring at this woman <laughs> like a psycho <laughs> right. in the beginning. However, I'm not going to lie. That part was funny. <laughs> it was really funny. It was cute. It was super cute, but it's creepy. Mm -hmm. Well, I love that she acknowledged that it was creepy, too, at the end. <laughs> The thin line sometimes. <laughs> I know. The thin line between. Like, are you just creepers. gonna talk to me already? Because you've been sitting over there drinking a lot of coffee. Yeah. 
you sipping that tea a little too hard, bro, and staring in my direction. <laughs> I said, he said, I've been staring at you. She said, I know. <laughs> she just straight up said, I know. I know. She was, it's been sweet and creepy. <laughs> See, I'm terrible when it comes to stuff like that. Like, if somebody's hitting on me or, like, staring. I won't pick up on any of it. I was working somewhere once, and... Oh, God, this has been before I moved to Florida, so I would have been, like, 20, 19, 20, and I was working in a video, I was working in a video rental place. And wow, what, what's that? Yeah. <laughs> was, it, was, it, was it Hollywood videos? Was it Blockbuster? It was something like, I was something like that in, up in Alabama, and I was sitting there, and this guy came in, and I don't remember what, oh, it was uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. He's like, I don't know if I should get into it or not or whatever. And so I was like, here, I'll let you borrow season one, go home and watch it. And then he came in and brought it back the next day and said, I'm ready for season two. And then season three. And, and the girl that worked at the place with me was like, this guy comes in every day asking for you and he's trying to do this. I was like, yeah, he's borrowing these DVDs. And she finally pointed out, she was like, Jared, there's not a, the timeline doesn't make sense. <laughs> you watched this like 18 24 episode season in one day and you brought it back like 20 hours later <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> i mean so yeah he's got I, a time machine <laughs> that is that is true <laughs> that is true one of the things that for the torture line it's going to take a while for me to expose you guys to it they have gotten some torchwood audios that do not feature any of the regular cast. Yeah. Any of them. And it's just kind of like, eh. Oh, don't, I, don't do that to us, please. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta have at least one person. Right. And the next story, next Torchwood story should definitely have John Perelman in it. Mm, okay. <laughs> I for can, Tina. I, for Tina. For Tina. Tina needs I'm, a John Perelman story. She needs John Perelman <laughs> in her life. He needs to be whispering sweet nothings in her ear and mine, because I'm going to be listening. <laughs> we should listen to his autobiography. Oh, but wait, I need a visual to make sure that he has clothes on. <laughs> why do you need a, why do you need a visual to ruin your mental image? You can just pretend that he doesn't the entire time. Uh, that's just, that's just no fun. Or I can just go to Facebook. He's always naked <laughs> on there too. <laughs> <laughs> so this conversation took a whole nother turn sorry kids <laughs> that, that's fine this is a torchwood audio we're, we're we're allowed so torchwood ghost mission thumbs up thumbs down thumbs sideways sideways my thumbs are undecided i'm gonna go with sideways too it was okay yeah yeah it, I know, and once again, it's not because of the characters, because I'm like, it was really interesting, but it was kind of funny because I know that we were talking about, like, plot and stuff like that. I think after going back, and it, this is kind of like the thing that I was saying about an audio versus having a book. Like, I wish that I could read the book of this audio, and I think it would make more sense to me. I agree. Because, I, think, I feel like the chapter breaks would make it, like, reset my brain for the next thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I did you, I, I did this after I listened to it, 
and I had a million and ten questions, I tried to go online and go, okay, well, let me just look it up online and stuff like that. And it's kind of hard because everything just tells you the synopsis, but it doesn't. Do it. So you're trying to find because some sometimes when we have some of the audios where I have like other questions, I can find websites that actually break break the right. book, you know, break it down. This one is not one of them. But then I found that when it, it the few um, sites that I saw that had information, I realized that I missed a bunch of things mm -hmm. because like that, like the whole thing about the committee, like he's a part of the committee and, but they do that. They keep recruiting Torchwood people. But right. I feel like in the story, it didn't tell me that. Right. Uh, I, yeah. So I, I was so confused and I went, because I went, He's in the committee, but he's not. I'm like, wait, is he in the committee? Is this what it's supposed to be, the whole committee thing? And then the whole thing about the coin being, it made him um, no longer like comparial. It made him like a physical being. Mm -hmm. And then finding like, you know, going online and researching and finding out that they need all these different things to do that. It wasn't something in the story. No. That was something. See, did you know that? No. I, I found that by looking it up. So do you see what I'm saying? Like where it's not really the plot, but at the same time, it's missing things in the story to make it complete. Like I felt it wasn't a complete story, but I really wanted, I enjoyed listening to both of them, but I was confused half the time. That's like what I'm I saying. Somebody else did all the editing and they took out stuff that they thought wasn't important. And now I just don't know that stuff. <laughs> yes. I was, because then I thought, because as I sat there and I was re reading this stuff, I went, did I miss something? I feel like I missed something. So I'm like, Jared, did you, like, listening to the story, I know you've, I mean, you've heard, did you know these things before, like, beforehand about mm -hmm. it, or is it something that you found out later on? Uh, I think I found out most of it later on. Okay, but do you, right. like, but do you see where we're going with this? It's just, right. like, Jared doesn't know it, then I'm not. I don't feel bad. <laughs> yeah. When I, I, I feel like it's not long enough. It should have been longer, which is weird. Because I know that we had this whole thing about, oh, my God, this is kind of long. <laughs> no, this needed to be longer. Well, and it could be, too. And this might be a British thing. Um, there, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do an example for a second. Do you ladies know the show Absolutely Fabulous? Uh, of course, sweetie. Of course, I do. I'm sorry. You know, Tina, we're oh. going to fix this. It's amazing. Oh my gosh. It's okay, so listen, funny. Listen, I just got BritBox so I can I can do the whole thing. Cool. Oh, go. you don't even need, I think you can find it on BBC America. But, or, anyhow, anyways, yeah. Anyhow, I sat there, I, I, I got really, I was like bedridden for a while and I watched like the first three seasons just boom, boom, boom. And I watched them over and over again and it's a great show, but you have to watch it two or three times to get some of the details. Yes. Like the entire, like the entire plot to that in Absolutely Fabulous. This isn't really spoilers. When the husbands are finding out that they're both paying for the house and that they threaten to take it from her, and then Safi has to buy the house and they put it in her name because otherwise the husbands were going to take it. That's all there. But if you just blindly watched it, it would go right right past you. That that type of thing was going on. So, and I feel like some of these Torchwood audios that they're layering so much in there that you don't pick up on it. I could, yes, 
Because it's yeah. kind of like the first one we heard with John Barrowman and mm-hmm. the whole introduction of the committee, and then it just stopped. Right. I was like, wait, what? Yeah. Like, wait, what? <laughs> I was like, what's next? <laughs> so, so what is next? That's the question. Mm-hmm. Um, next up on our things of list, we are going to go back to the new series. We have a box set that you guys will be hearing from us on in two weeks. Uh, the next episode of Audio Files you will be hearing next week should have James Goss on it. But if you're wanting to listen along, the next box set, and yes, I'm saying the word box set that we're going to listen to, is The Diary of River Song Part 1. Aww. Yes, um, sweetie. And I'm going to, spoiler alert, there is some Paul McGann in it as well. Nice. Um, so, yeah, you do get a little bit of the Doctor at the end, but this is four, uh, four episodes four hour long so that's why i'm giving us we get two weeks for these um it'll be it'll be fun see how the sweetie darling deals we do do love the river i have a question yes this is very important does peter capaldi have any um audios not yet not yet oh tell him to hurry not even as a character uh, his, they did one Peter Capaldi short story, but it was one of those where the person is reading it. So it's oh. he's not acted. He, Peter, Peter Capaldi has not acted in an audio yet. But they do have the rights. Because I think right now the Big Finish rights are up through the end of Capaldi. They can't do anything with Jody and her people, but anybody else they can't. And I Matt, think... But Matt Smith doesn't have one either, though, right? Matt Smith, yep, David's the only one that's done them so far. I think that, it's just a, that's just kind of gone. It's I think it's just a matter of time, honestly, before they when they decide they need some money. Yeah. Because you got to think these classic series people have been making money for twenty years off of these things. Mm-hmm. Did you know that um, this might not be shocking that Big Finish has released more hours of Doctor Who TV and more hours of Torchwood than the BBC ever did. Yeah. Yeah, audio versus for audio, yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see it's. I mean, you. It's such a cool medium in order to continue stories that maybe they couldn't have done, or ones that um, that just were never thought of. Mm -hmm. So, and now that they've ended, it's still you're still able to do it because it'll just be in the time period in which that doctor was there. Right. It's much more cost effective to produce, also. The special effects are a lot better, too. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? The Doctor never ages. True. True. Like, yeah, the Doctor, the companions, none of them. Because well, you're listening some to their of them, voices. Well, some I mean, of them, yeah, some of them you can tell, like, I don't want to name names, but there's a Doctor and one companion that you can tell. That, that they, they that they uh, one foot in the grave? <laughs> don't want to say, I won't put it that far, okay. but... They long in the tooth. Hey, if either of you could give a TV show slash franchise the big finish treatment, mm-hmm. what would it be? Oh my. Um, well, because I'm like, besides Star Trek, because they are yes. set through regular books, so kind of hard to say that. I mean, I still would, I think I would really, I think I would really enjoy it as Star Trek because. Mm-hmm. Having those different actors and so many voices and, oh my gosh, I mean, of course, 
Every, um, every episode would start like personal log, supplemental, blah, 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 yeah. blah. And I think, I think it would work. I think it would work really well because it would be, see, then it would be them telling the story and it makes sense yep. more so than sometimes some of the other stories where there somebody like where Bernice was telling a story and, you know, right. but most people, that's what they do is captain's log, stardate, X, Y, Z, you know, or whatever, or whoever's log. So, I mean, so of course, number one, Star Trek. <laughs> yep. Um, trying to think of a, another one that, I would really enjoy and you Star know what King. i would i'm gonna say you know what true blood <laughs> i love true blood i love true blood i think that'd be really cool to see like some of the um the soups that we really that you saw on there but you didn't ever you, their stories as they went off and it didn't you know i mean actually knowing more about their situations not just their situation tied in to the world the world's worst main character, Sookie Stackhouse, and, and Bill Compton. Because, I mean, True Blood is a show that I absolutely love, but I despise Sookie and Bill. I love everyone else. I'm, and I would love to see the, the antics of Eric and Pam. I'm going to ask this as a... Do, think of it from a... When I'm, I'm about to say a show. Think of it from a thing of... Cost effectiveness. Mm -hmm. You only need very few actors from the show, mm -hmm. and the rabidness of the fan base. I know what you're gonna say, and I want to say it too. Supernatural. Oh, oh! Never seen the show. It's good. Never seen it. I just barely. I, I tried to start watching Stargate. Um. Like he said, Stargate earlier, mm -hmm. and I, I watched a couple episodes and then I kind of zoned out because I think it is definitely reflective of its time. Yeah. And like, I mean, MacGyver. Tina, Tina what did you think I was going to say? I thought you were going to say Firefly. Oh, oh. You said this of the fan base. Yeah. Firefly would work. Firefly would definitely work. But I, when I was saying how many, how many actors, because Supernatural, you only need the two. Yeah, that's all you need is the two of them, and they could sit in a studio for a week and bang, bang, bang. Yep. Now we're talking about people, since we're talking about people sitting in a studio for a week and banging, um, <laughs> <laughs> what a better time to call it a night. Here, here oh, wow. That's, that was... That was such an interesting uh, transition there. <laughs> I guess Jared needs to go bang. Sorry. Bye, everybody. Go. Yeah. All right. For myself, Jared, Danny, Tina, we'll be back next week for another episode of Doctor Who Audio Files. This is Odyssey. 